welcome to Cosplay and Cocktails. This is Paige. And I am Jessie, as always. As always. Uh, friends, listeners, um, countrymen. Countrymen. Already one Estonian listener. Our one Estonian listener. Um, if you can't already tell, uh, this is an infamous, famous, just beloved, uh, road trip episode because we went to our first con of the year so we are on our way back from that and we're gonna get into all of that good stuff but first uh I guess we can talk about cocktail corner yeah obviously we're not drinking and driving hopefully that's clear um but uh we'll talk about some drinks that we had best drink that we had at the con we almost always have at least one cocktail at the con I mean, we we had some good we had some good drinks. Yeah. Um. We we had some uh, pineapple and Malibu. Yeah, that was a cocktail that we made. Yeah, we did. You know, I guess that's a cocktail. Yeah, it's a cocktail. Um, that was my that was just solid. It's a it favorite. Good. It's simple. Tastes like vacation. Tastes like vacation. Um. Yeah. What was your favorite? Probably the old-fashioned that I had mm-hmm. at dinner. Uh, yeah, it's just you know, good whiskey, good bitters, good simple syrup. It's easy peasy. Easy peasy. Yeah, there was a con signature. It was kind oh, of yeah. like the con. It was pretty good. Cordial or something like that. I can't remember. Um, it was pretty good. One bad. Yeah. Um, kind of cinnamony. Yeah, it was like cinnamon tequila, I think. Yeah. So. Um, it wasn't bad, but I like the old-fashioned better. So, Jesse, before we get into the convention and all that good stuff, do you want... Do you have a question? Are you curious? I you feeling curious about anything? do. Great. Something's on my mind. That means question time. I'm gonna ask you a question. This is gonna be maybe a hard one for you to answer. Great. But, I love those. Um, you know, listeners, remember this is for you, too. What's the most unique or creative cosplay prop that you've seen someone? So it doesn't necessarily have to be like the thing. It could be something that they didn't make at all. But um, just a prop that they had. Um, mm, like a little extra. Well, I will tell you, and I don't, I don't know that I would say this is my favorite, but the one that comes to mind... Um, is we were just scrolling on Instagram and someone we followed did a Cinderella inspired um, dress uh, and she had a little uh, mouse, little Gus Gus in her pocket and it was, what, how did you say? It was like... I think it was needle felted. I couldn't get, I didn't get a good look at it, but it was needle felted. And I just think that is the cutest thing. Uh, I thought it was really cute, cute little additional, she worked really hard on the cosplay, it looks like, it was beautiful, um, but that was just like a little extra touch that, you know, just, I was like, oh, I love that. So, that is just the first thing that comes to mind, um, for me. What about you? Uh, I guess we could call this a prop, maybe more of an accessory. <laughs> I like it when um, a cosplay has like a creative bag. Oh yeah, because you know uh, we don't always. We try to at least somewhat sort of or have like a neutral bag. So we pockets in that. if we can. Right. But, but I like when the bag is incorporated in some way with the costume to make mm-hmm. it. Um, so for example, we saw one year 
I think it was at Fanex, but what is now Fanex World, formerly Wizard World. Uh-huh. There was a Spider-Man, and he had a backpack, but it was, like, made of web. Uh-huh. That was really cool. Yep. Um, or, you know, like, sometimes people will make, like, one of their props into a bag. I said I was going to make my hammer when I was Thor into a bag, and that didn't happen because it was impossible for me personally to do that, and it still looked decent or halfway decent. So, um, you know, I like uh, a well-incorporated bag. A well-themed bag. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, Okay, so let's jump into the episode. We attended uh, Indiana Comic Convention, Comic-Con, and in Indianapolis, Indiana. Um, We just, we went for two days. Um, So, we went into this convention um, with some cosplays already in mind. We have kind of um, made a list of cosplays we wanted to wear throughout the year. Um, So, we kind of picked and choose which ones we wanted to do what we thought we'd get done first uh and so on and so and forth what we thought this is a new convention for me Paige has been to you just went to the one yeah right yep. um before. so we didn't really know what to expect we were driving in cosplays both ways yeah so partial. or at least partial yeah cosplay. partial yeah so um we knew we were wanting something that we could drive in at least partial cosplay that wouldn't take a ton of time to get ready yep. Uh, would be comfortable because we didn't know how much walking, how much, you know, outside walking, mm-hmm. anything like that. So we wanted kind of a uh, good, comfy, not too much work costumes yeah. for this first convention. Also, since it is the convert- first convention, I think, you know, you don't want to do your thing you're most excited yeah. for. Well, and um, um, as we mentioned, we are planning on uh, taking... Um, some backups to Dragon Con this year, right. and so we wanted to kind of test out yeah, this was, at some yeah. of the smaller cons, ones that we have done uh, to possibly yeah. take as backups. Easier cosplays, costumes, mm-hmm. costumes that take less work to put together, less and space, take less work to, yeah, <laughs> and not a ton of space in your suitcase, maybe, and also less work to get ready. Right, right. So that if we did want to go back to the hotel and change at Dragon Con. It wouldn't be a whole long right. process of body paint right. and yeah. you know, massive hair stylings or makeup. And also, we've talked about before, there's just some things that we want to do that are fun. Yeah. That don't take much work. Yep. Or, um, Which so, these both, yeah, you know, really kind of fall under that. Yeah, so so uh, we'll get into uh, our cosplays, I guess, first. So uh, on Friday of Indie Comic Con, um, we did one that we've talked about for about a year now, maybe a little bit more. Um, we did Good Omens, um, and uh, I was Crowley, and Jesse was a Zerafel. Um, Jesse, you want to talk about putting yours together? Yeah, I didn't do too much. Like, it was very, one of maybe my easiest cosplays. I would say maybe even borderline easier than death. Um, super duper duper easy. Um, but was it easy? It was easy. Okay. It was super duper 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 easy. Great. Um, it was, uh, I ordered most of the, I ordered all of the clothes. I didn't make any of the clothes work I did to it was I put a little like charm on his watch chain. I ordered like a pretty reasonably priced pocket watch, gold pocket watch. I put a, he's got like a little metal, like a saint's metal. So I put a little charm 
on there that took three seconds to do. Um, and I had to, my vest didn't have real pockets, so I put a real pocket in it. It didn't make it to the convention, the pocket. <laughs> I sewed it really loosely, like just tacked it in there. Yeah. Um, because I didn't think it would matter, and it started falling out. And we didn't take anything really to fix it. No. So, um, it fell out. But luckily, my pocket watch fit pretty well in just the inside hem, hem of my vest. So, I Velcroed some wings to the back of me, but uh, I needed to attach it with something better than 10-pound Velcro. I needed, I guess, 20-pound Velcro. I don't know. So, my wings didn't really make it most of the day or any of the day. Uh, they made it a couple hours, but I also put them on that morning. So, again, we warned you guys about it, but we also acknowledged that we were probably going to keep doing it. <laughs> so, uh, that was kind of a fail of, um, yeah, I think that's it. It was cute, though. I was happy with it. It was very comfortable to wear. And like we said, like, we wanted some that were not going to be really time-intensive to yeah. do, to put together. Well, and, like, he just wears normal, right. you know, like, pretty much normal, like, a blazer or suit yep. pants. So, for ones like that, there's just not much you really can make. Mm -hmm. uh, well, I guess you could. I could have made from scratch, but, like, yeah. you know. And you can again, buy it for cheaper. Right. Yeah. If you can buy it for cheaper and also way easier, like, we personally don't have anything in set. So I did very similar. Um, I bought most of the clothes, or I bought all the clothes. Some of it I already had. Um, bought the wig, bought his sunglasses. Um, and then the one thing that I really wanted to do um, was uh, he has like this kind of, I don't know what it actually I is. I think it's like chain mail. Yeah, like, it um, might be like chain mail. But honestly, when we started it, I thought it was like a knit yeah. thing. Um, that was just like a metallic knit uh, necklace scarf thing. Um, he has that, and I looked it up to order it, and it was going to be like $30. And I was like, oh, I bet Jessie can make that for me. So I started to ask her, and as soon as I texted her and said, hey, can you make this? I texted her back, and I was like, wait, can you t teach me how to make it? And she was like, yeah, probably, like, we'll work on it. So... Uh, she got me some knitting needles and I ordered the yarn and, um, we actually didn't work on it, but she sent me to, uh, she was like, I taught myself via YouTube. I gave you a new pattern to use, uh, so you didn't have to knit in the round. Yes. Yes. You to told me. Yeah. Easier. So I, I modified the pattern a little yes. bit for you, but I knew that you would probably, the, the thing is when I learned to knit, I took a knitting class and the lady that taught me was wonderful. Mm-hmm. But, and I would have made it for you if you needed me to. I know. Um, I was glad that you didn't need me to, both because it would have been time consuming mm -hmm. and also because you, um... Learned a new trick. Yeah, I knew you wanted to do it. Yeah. Um, uh, but, yeah, uh, I got really frustrated. I think I've talked about this before. I got really frustrated because I wasn't picking it up and I felt like everyone else was picking it up really fast. It helped me a lot to see on YouTube because you can see up close, like people put the, like yeah. an upright camera yeah. on their needles so you can see actually what the needles are doing and what their hands are doing up close. So I started, Jessie was in uh, her hometown, or she was at where she lives, I was at our hometown, and so I started, I, you know, YouTubed everything, 
and I had my husband video me doing it to send to Jesse and be like, am when I... you started, I forgot about that. When you started, <laughs> you were doing all sorts of wrong. <laughs> but, so I was like, am I doing this right? Am I doing this right? Am I doing this right? And finally, after a couple hours, I felt like I really got going and... Um, and I did some practice. I practiced with a bigger yarn because this was really small yarn that I was using. So, um, yeah, I practiced a while and then I was like, you know what? I'm ready to start. And it took me, I think I, it took me 23 hours. I think I wrote down, um, of actually, knitting. of actually knitting. Yes. Uh, not practice and stuff. Um, about 23 hours from start to finish. Um, and it's not, it was not perfect, but I was I, like for a first thing I ever did, like I was fine. Especially since, like I said, getting over like the f feeling that it needs to be perfect is half the battle. Yeah, uh, and I had no issue with that. So, uh, <laughs> so um, yeah, so I finished. I knitted his little scarf thing, and um, I added the tassels, and that was the only thing I made. But it was a really big thing for me because. It was this thing that I thought, there's no way I can knit. Like, and I'm not good at it, guys, but like, I did it. So now it's something that I can maybe incorporate to other cosplays, and I was really excited to get to be like, hey, I learned this thing, look at me. But that was really all I did on my cosplay, but, um, you know, once again, we were trying to do something a little less time intensive. Yeah, we don't have to explain ourselves no, to you. We're not gonna explain anything to you, listeners. Um, but yeah, so how did you feel? How'd you feel they went? I, I liked, I we had a lot yeah. of compliments. Yeah. A lot of people, uh, wanted I pictures. They looked really cute. Yeah. Um, people were excited to see it. We had yeah. a couple people mention they hadn't seen an Azira Feller Crowley mm -hmm. when, you know, like, um, so, yeah. uh, overall I was really happy yep. with them. It's a good backup for sure. I yeah, think. Yeah. Yeah. I, no major problems. Like I said, my wings fell off, but also he doesn't have his wings out from most of the show. Yeah. So I was like, I guess I did have to paint and attach new feathers to my yeah. wings, but that wasn't a big deal. Um, so then <clears throat> day two, a uh, Saturday of Indiana comic-con. Um, once again, we wanted to think of something fun that we would enjoy wearing that we would like to see. We, we talked about that earlier, just in a conversation, the two of us, but like, just like wouldn't it be funny if we cosplayed as this yeah <laughs> wouldn't this be funny but we mentioned like a lot of cosplays that we like seeing like aren't or, as a, you know we aren't necessarily huge seeing, builds yeah. yeah like the huge builds are very impressive oh, they're right. still nice to see but also like niche little funny things yeah that like we, things that aren't necessarily like take 500 hours to work right because that's the thing like you know things that i guess go underappreciated Sometimes, like, that's some of our favorite costumes. Like, mm -hmm. some of my favorite costumes I've ever seen are not, like, you know, the big, huge 40-hour armor builds or the big, huge, beautiful ball gowns. Of course, they're great. I'm glad that they're there. But I like when someone just takes, like, something random mm -hmm. and they're, like, going as this. Yep. Uh, you know, I'm going to go as, like, the year that uh, the... Jurassic World came out and there was all the Jimmy Buffett oh, Margarita yeah. yes. Pterodactyl. Yes, that's what we like to see. So, uh, we decided, I was like, what if, what if we were Harry Styles? And Jesse yeah, I thought remember, I was joking. Yeah, <laughs> I don't really remember exactly how it came about, but I know you were the one that suggested yeah. it. Yeah. And, um, she was like, not 
okay. And so we both put together uh, our own Harry Styles looks. I think it was kind of appealing, at least to me. We both like his music. Yes. Um, and that he is kind of uh, doesn't stick to set gender roles. Mm-hmm. And we do a lot of kind of gender bent type <laughs> of stuff. So that kind of idea was appealing to me that... Uh, and, you know, he just is very fashionable, wears yeah. a lot of great cool stuff, clothes, yeah. memorable clothes that people mm-hmm. would recognize. Right. You know, there are some celebrities that, you know, you couldn't really cosplay as a real-life celebrity because they just wear normal clothes. Right. So, um, so it was a nice mix between normal clothes, but also, like, recognizable and fun to right. wear. Something we wouldn't wear every day. <clears throat> um, so, Jesse, you want to talk about yours a little bit? Uh, yeah, I didn't do much to this one either. I bought a pair of white pants. They were completely fucking see-through. They were, I shouldn't say white pants. I should say translucent (laughs) pants. Um, so I had to make a lot of different plans. I tried them on with so many different things under them to try to make them, you know, not where you could see my underpants. So they, I had to figure out I thought about making them into skirt and wearing a slip underneath them I ended up wearing uh, nude high waisted underpants and nude like um, undershorts yeah. yeah that I normally wear under like skirts for cosplay or just skirts for skirts um, wore them underneath and that made it not see through I bought a pink shirt I did have to hem the pants a little bit um because they were too long on me. Uh, I added buttons, and that was a hot mess at the actual convention. I tried cutting a little hole to sew the buttons on the inside, but they were too droopy still. And so I thought, I'll just cut, like, the post of the button off and fabric glue them. The fabric glue didn't hold. They were also, the posts were kind of poking me uh, in my belly area. Um, So that didn't work. And then... I tried to, um, oh, I didn't want to hot glue them because I knew the hot glue would show. Um, so I ended up super gluing them and they did not stay very well. Uh, would not recommend it. Uh, <laughs> didn't work well. Um, looking at, so that would be one thing. I think that's the one thing about this one that I would redo is that, um, I would probably just use rivets. Yeah. Um, or like, you know, like brads, mm-hmm. like, um, something that would lay flat, but would be more permanently right. attached. Um, so I, pr- I probably am going to do different pants altogether if we do this one again. Yeah. My shirt, I just ordered, ordered temporary tattoos that were similar ish to his. Uh, those were really cheap. I think that's pretty much it. I- yeah, that's it. Um, so I did, uh, Love on Tour, uh, Las Vegas, one of his outfits for his, uh, Las Vegas dates. Um, and it was the pink, uh, sequin, fringy vest and pink, uh, pants. Um, uh, it was an adventure. Um, I ordered a vest off Shein. I had to take it in cause it had like a whole collar on it and it was really wide. So I had to alter that. And, um, then I ordered some trim on Amazon that was perfect for his, uh, for the fringe. Um, I attached all, I had to hand sew all that on there. Um, I 
had to take in my pants a little bit at the waist and then I had to hem them a little bit. Um, but the pants that I ended up wearing was not the original. Uh, oh, I forgot. When you said it was a venture, I was like, you really didn't do that much. I forgot about it. Was not, was not the original plan. Um, I ordered a pair um, and they came and I tried to dye them with synthetic dye. Uh, and they did not they did not accept the dye um and they did not accept, they did not accept. Not they said you shall not pass um so i then went to okay am i going to try to redye it with different dye am i going to try to um order what other pants okay, order other pants are we gonna am i gonna um or just end up making them so i found some i was having a hard time finding them uh, in the right color which is why i bought some to dye the first time around instead of just ordering pink pants um but finally I found some on Amazon and I thought okay like we're gonna give this a go and if this doesn't work it was coming a like it came a week ago I think yeah and I was like that'll give me enough time to make pants in between if they don't work no. so uh, luckily they came they worked perfectly they were comfortable great wonderful we love that um it was fun. It was a fun one well, to wear. I was surprised. I kind of thought that people may not recognize us, but we definitely got recognized. Oh, yeah. Um, and some some people, like, really freaked out yeah. about it. <laughs> one girl came up. She's like, did you hear what he said at Coachella last night? <laughs> so I was like, oh, hey, people know yeah. what, we're, what we're going for. Yeah. I mean, also a very elegantly dressed lady came up and was like, what does the pink represent or something like <laughs> we that? We were like... Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, I like I said, I would wear them again for sure. Uh, yeah, they're easy to pet. Uh, like I want to get different pants. I think these pants have lived their use. Um, or maybe like we I, something needs to be done about my pants. Other than that, I'd wear it as is. Yeah, need to order more tattoos probably. Yeah, I yeah. mean that maybe. Yeah, um, I don't know how important. I mean. I don't think I really... Nobody noticed that we didn't have his exact tattoos. No. I don't know that I care about having... Like, I've already got tattoos on my arms. Right. We both do. So, it's not like we can... cut. Like, I'm not going to cover my existing tattoos. So, I don't know. Right. Like, I do, again, it's one of those I'm clearly not Harry Styles. We did put temporary tattoos all over. It was fun. It was fun to do. So, yeah. I think we would do that. But as, yeah. as for, like... If it was like a quick change in the evening, I don't think we would. No, probably not. No. So, Jesse, you want to get into programming a little bit? Some of the programming we went to? Yeah, I felt like we did more... We did a lot of um, panels. We forgot that we don't really love a panel sometimes. Well, <laughs> we forgot. Yeah, we'll talk about that, I guess. But here the, at this convention, I would say it's programming heavy. Yes. Uh, there's not a lot of non-panel activities to do. Yeah. Um, and the host hotels, we walked through a lot of empty space. Yeah, we <laughs> sit, we stayed at a, a hotel that was connected through Sky yeah, Bridges, but, and this isn't, you know, they had to, you know, the convention center is big it in still itself. still very close. Yeah, it still but it was a very long, long walk. Yes. <laughs> so the first, um, the first panel we went to was cosplay in the media. You guys know we try to hit as many cosplay panels as we can. Yeah, we did a lot of cosplay panels. Uh-huh. Um, just just so that we, you know, in case there is something relevant that we want to talk about or mention. Uh, we had to leave that one early to make another cosplay yes. panel. Yes, yeah. Um, um, but they basically just talked about um, 
how how different parts of like social media and stuff yeah, affects cosplayers. Cosplay is perceived. They mentioned two like mainstream television shows uh, on cosplay. So uh, and they had some criticisms. Yeah, and some pos- like one they spoke. Of, I would say there was one that they spoke of more positively than yeah. the other. So if you're familiar with um, Heroes of Cosplay, is uh-huh. the one they kind of criticized more. Right. And the other was um, Cosplay Melee. Yeah. So if you've heard of either of those... Um, I've seen I, Heroes of Cosplay before. Uh, I've seen maybe an episode. Yeah. But I definitely didn't watch the whole no, thing. No, no. So uh, if you guys are interested, if you can recommend either of those, we talked about maybe... Doing like an episode review. Watching an episode review or watching a season and yeah. then talking about it um, on the podcast. It, I think it'd be an interesting... Yeah topic for us to cover our opinions because like I said it was interesting to me to hear their opinions their criticisms um of the show so yeah for sure um Um, so we went from that uh panel to a panel on cosplay photography and I really liked that panel I thought you might that's it it, Um, it was a good panel it was good I I will say I use some of the tips um uh, that she gave us, or you know, gave everyone that she mentioned in the you, Lacey Clag, Lacey Clag, right? Um, yeah, she is a you know, she's professional a, photographer. Yeah, yeah, she does family photos, newborns, uh, senior pictures. Uh, I I've checked out her Instagram. She does yeah. about everything. She but she too. said that she loves you know nerdy nerdy photos as well like what she loves and so she comes to conventions and um she had a con special which we almost did um, if we had been wearing we both discussed if we had been wearing costumes that we had put more work into yeah we probably wanted to showcase more yeah we talked about getting professional cosplay pictures taken before mm-hmm. um it's just we were like oh we didn't really want to you know this isn't what we'd want it yeah. necessarily yeah um but she uh, she talked she gave tips i mean she obviously plugged her business yeah. but she gave lots of tips but not in a way that was she, no it was I, not annoying know. at all um as she yeah she gave a lot of i tips. didn't feel like the panel was a commercial for her no. business i guess is the way to say it right but she gave a lot of tips she answered a lot of questions at the end a lot of questions at the end um and yeah. just and she stuck around to take pictures if anybody mm-hmm. wanted to yeah um yeah, so we, we also talked she about... She had a lighting setup. She showed, like, how you should stand towards the lighting and yeah, stuff. Like, um, just really oh, interesting. That's what I was going to say. She gave some tips during the panel of posing tips as well. And I tried to use those, and I felt like I could tell a difference mm-hmm. in my pictures after, like, about, like, face the light. Do this with, you know, mm-hmm. do this with your hands if you think you're being awkward with your hands. Or, yeah. like, try to make a triangle shape. You know, like... Um, and some were things that already I knew, but like I, you know, just little simple things that I felt like, oh, that's easy. And I don't feel awkward doing it. Right. Posing. So, uh, really good. And, you know, uh, Paige and I talked about potentially like booking studio time to get cosplay. Yeah. Uh, so maybe we'll get some professional cosplay. Mm-hmm. Picks maybe that'll and, happen. I mean, that'd be a good episode of nothing else. Talk yeah. about our experience. Yeah. So, uh, we went to a third cosplay panel after that, uh-huh. um, and it was called Behind the Mask, Exploring the Psychological Appeal of Cosplay. Uh, it was also really interesting. It was. I will, like, it, there was a lot of stuff we already, you know, knew. And talk about. And it talked about, like, about cosplay and mental health and things like that. Um, but I thought it was interesting, some of the, 
um, like because they didn't all agree. They were right. three. They all had PhDs. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, in different areas of psychology, and they were all cosplayers. Um, they were all cosplayers, so they didn't even agree on everything necessarily. Mm-hmm. So, um, one thing that I thought was really interesting is, um, uh, we they they were asking, okay, how many people think it's okay to cosplay as Red Skull? We were and, like, yeah, yeah, pretty much everybody's like, yeah. And then, okay, but what if? this what if this what if he's wearing a nazi uniform and it has a <laughs> swastika and i remember at that point that there someone did wear a full-blown nazi uniform just not with a red skull mask right. just a full-blown just nazi. a full-blown nazi uniform and then was like no i'm cosplaying from this nazi game right. um so it, like basically they talked a lot about that fine line well and like the the like, um what is appropriation okay? and right. stuff and like, like what where is it okay right because they didn't say what and what right, what well, was right. and what Which, isn't. It I was don't just think, like, kind of like... They basically said, like, you may not be able to tell, like, um, you know... You have to make one, your own decisions on right, what you're comfortable with. One of the doctors said, um, you know, I don't think that anyone who puts on a costume of, you know, a character that's not their race or their gender or whatever mm-hmm. is doing that to make fun of them or, like, I can't wait to own these people, you know, yeah. like... But you that have to still be, could be offensive right. to someone. You have so, to like, be prepared if you're going to wear right, it. So, but they, um, they discussed it all in a very open manner right. and, and posed a lot of questions instead of saying, this is our opinion right. on all of this. Like, right. which I thought was, And provided, like, evidence of, yeah. you know, like, this is what, here's what some of mm-hmm. the actual scientific research says. So it was a pretty interesting yeah. panel. It was. Um, like I said, I really didn't think before about... You know, that it's not necessarily a black and white of is this costume appropriate or not. It's are you comfortable with potentially upsetting people, potentially offending people. But, you know, I think a lot of that goes into your intent and a lot of that goes into in what way you're doing it and what character you've chosen. Yep. Um, You know, because, you know, I, yeah, it's just... Yeah, I, I, I think that there are, you know, probably costumes that, we, like I said, there's probably stuff that we haven't even thought about that someone could be offended or is offended about. Right. Um, so the next panel we went to was uh, our favorite panel. I would say, yeah, it was probably our favorite overall. It, it was just fun. It was a lot of fun. Uh, we weren't really... We didn't really know what we were getting ourselves into or what to expect. Um, it was called Gandalf's Wizard Games. Um, and the <clears throat> description of the panel um, was kind of basic. It just said, you know, like, do you think you can bear the one true ring? Come find out. So we got there and it was, um, there was hardly anybody in the panel yeah, room. And that's when we went, when I suggested it was me, I was like, hey, why don't we go to this? Right. And when I suggested it, I meant just to watch. Right. But then we got there. And there was, like, nobody there. Right. So I said, well, we got to play if there's nobody else here. So we put our names in. um, And we proceeded to do trivia. Um, We did a ring toss, uh, which, um, you know, that was... We we weren't great. Um, We we did, like, a rock, paper, scissor off uh, situation. Yeah, second in the rock, paper, scissor. There was riddles. Um, oh, there was Wordle. Yeah. 
Wordle of the Rings. Yeah, and somebody that I I've never played Wordle either, but I know the basic premise I because didn't it's know. Over. I didn't even know this. Basic. Right, it's just like Wordle. Like for as much as you're on social media, how you manage I see, to miss Wordle? I see people pop like pop up and be like Wordle of the day, and you just block it completely yep. out. You don't think that's strange? Uh, but listen, for somebody that didn't know anything about Wordle, I guessed the right answer. Uh, I explained to you at that point. You did have to, yes. You had to. She had to explain it to me. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was fun. That was fun. Um, Gandalf was a hot mess, though. He was not very well organized. He was having technological issues. Right. Um, I would he, say a couple at, of the like smaller the, fan panels we went to were kind of run like that. Where right. I don't know if maybe they didn't get much time to set up in the room right. or. They were just well, trying to get, like, their friend to come help them, and their friend this, was, like, bailing. This panel, he was just for fun. Like, right. straight up but, for fun. And he, but he, he was, it wasn't so much that he was disorganized that he, you know, probably didn't really know how many people to count right. on. He, um, his friend that was supposed to be assisting him didn't come till about halfway through the mm-hmm. panel. Um, but he did a good job of when something unexpected had happened. Yep. He was, like, made... It, it was fun. Yeah. We had a blast. It was just a fun panel. It wasn't um, very... He didn't take the games too seriously. He, yeah. He did not he score kind of made up the very... It was kind of like, whose line is it anyway? Right. The audience helped cheat. There was a little boy that Paige and I... Um, Whispered answer. He was like... And you know, the guy playing Gandalf was like, oh, I hear I'm whispers. hearing some whispers from the audience. Some of them may be right. <laughs> um, um, so... Uh, it was just a fun. It was fun, and uh, so you will be surprised to know we did not win the first place, but we did win. Yeah, everybody got a prize. Everybody got a prize. Everybody Which was also nice. Yeah, um, but we got some sweet hats. Yeah, we got the inflatable hats that were used for ring toss, yeah. and mine's got like fucking badass witch shit on it. Yeah, it's got like moons and cats. Yeah, and, and mine has pumpkins, pumpkins jack o' lanterns, David S. pumpkins. But so. And then Jesse and I discussed afterwards, you know, we're not Frodo and Sam. We're <laughs> Merry and Pippin. And so this is really works out well. But especially for, like we said, we don't normally enjoy panels per se. We've been, we've sat through some really bad panels yeah. back in the days, which I don't know any cons that still do this. Maybe we'll find out if Fan Expo still does this, but you're used to be cons that did not clear the panel rooms. So you would end up sitting through a lot of just random panels, mm-hmm. not because you cared about them at all. But just because they were in a room of a big panel that you wanted to see. Right. And people, everyone else did that. So you had to do that. We had, we had to. Because otherwise you would not get into that panel. Yep. You simply would not. Yep. So we've definitely sat through a lot of panels that we had no idea what anything yeah. would like. Yeah. Um, no, or just like a... sometimes, honestly, you just want a place to sit down. And that's the only place to sit right. down is the back right. of some random panel. So, um... Our very last panel that we did was uh, the costume contest on Saturday night or Saturday afternoon. It was really yeah. early, we thought. It was like at like six o'clock. Yeah. On a... um, and we were happily surprised. Which is this... early for a costume yeah. contest in general. Right. Usually it's the last of the day so yeah. that they can devote. Uh, the costumes were awesome. There was, we were really we, happily you know, surprised with. Uh, the amount of entries and stuff. It was mm-hmm. it was a decent cosplay contest. Yeah, but again, I I don't think there's ever been a costume contest at any convention we've been to, regardless of the size, mm-hmm. that we weren't there weren't impressive cosplays. Right, right. There weren't really well. Uh, do you want to talk about your opinion on like your top couple cosplays? Oh, I reckon Link should have won. 
Yeah, so they got uh, they got first place. Uh, they no. just uh, yeah. they, yes, first place in their category. Yeah, the, the yeah. Category. in the match. They just didn't get best show. Yeah, best they didn't show. get best in show. I would have probably given best in show yeah. to Link. Yeah, I, but again, we saw them uh, from far away. Um, the, we were in like the third yeah. row, so we were pretty close actually. Yep. But and that's something else we'll talk about is how we got in the third row. Uh, when we talk about, I guess, overall impressions of the convention. Right. Um, uh, so yeah, we didn't get to see them close up. We didn't get to inspect. We didn't get to talk yeah. to the cosplayers about them. And this is something we talk about at every convention, every but cosplay like, just, contest is. To it, me, just pure, pure craftsmanship from three rows away, I reckon I would have given it to Link. The hot girl was awesome. Yeah, hot girl was great. It was uh, a beautiful Anastasia gale. It would have been hard to make a decision between those two. And like I said, for all I know, half of that link was commissioned or something. We don't know. I never saw anywhere published any kind of rules about their costume contest. So, um, for all I know, that was like commissioned and hot girls was 100% made. I don't know. And hot girls was awesome. Yeah. I just liked, I just thought links, links looked more polished to yep. me, I guess. I don't know. It's like, they're both awesome. I yep. don't, uh, and links lit up. So maybe that was, I was by, you know, like to me, it just was my favorite overall. Yeah. yeah. But there was a lot of really good ones. There was a Dune cosplay that was really great. There they, was they, an they, Anastasia cosplay. Costume, every single costume that was in the costume mm-hmm. contest was a yep. good costume. Yep. Um, so like yeah. I said, I don't know that there's ever been a bad one in any costume contest. Well, mm. there have been some that were like Party City, but yeah. you know, it still takes guts to get up there. Right. And if like they let you, you know, um, if you, I think those people probably know they're not going to win. They just want to get up and have a good yeah. time, which whatever, that's fine. Now, also, tea maybe. So, uh, after the costume contest, we were filing out. And this one, another complaint that we both had about this costume contest, just a personal thing, is that we didn't get a lot of information on how the judging went. And there were different categories. So, there was a youth, a novice, an intermediate, and a master. And they didn't tell us what the requirements were for that. But they also didn't... um, They just had everybody come out one at a time. They didn't say what category they were in. So, you know, we like to kind of, you know, judge along with the judges... But not knowing who was against who made that difficult. Or, you know, just, like, made it difficult to see, like, things that you could be more forgiving of in a novice that you wouldn't be forgiving of in a master. Right. But we didn't And they did have those categories because that's how it was judged. Right. You know, awarded. Right. Um, So we knew that they had those categories. They just didn't tell us. They didn't do that. And and I told Jesse, you know... um, Wizard World had its faults for sure, but one thing I always did enjoy about their cosplay contest yeah. was the judges were up on They're stage, like, groups, and they gave and, groups, well, and the they they group. could ask questions um, to the cosplayers, like as they were on stage, like if there was something they wanted to see closer up, or if they wanted to ask them a question about how they made it or how they came right. up with the idea, they pulled them over while they were on stage and in front of everyone else. And it was just such a good insight into the judging. And I really enjoyed that. The downside of that for people who don't necessarily care about that, people who maybe aren't cosplayers and they just want to take pictures or whatever, Mm -hmm. is that it it did make it longer. It did, for sure. It was a hell of a long, one of the longer costume contests. 
And but they also let anybody in who mm-hmm. wants to be in. You don't have to like qualify or right. you apply that day. Yeah. So there are a lot of entrants. Like I would say from the way that we like costume contests, Wizard will probably do yeah. it have. Yeah. Um, one of the better ones because there were a lot of costumes of varying different levels. They were always really good about here's this category, right. and now now this is starting the next category. Yeah. Now this and is I feel like when they announced the winners, mm-hmm. also they would be like, okay, this was like do 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 do. Here's we really yeah. thought this was really important. Like right. I just felt like they gave a lot of detail. And like Jesse said, that might not be important to everybody, but as pe- cosplayers and people that are like, ooh, how does a cosplay contest work? Like how do they judge? Like yeah. it's just I I really liked. Wizard World. So yeah. we'll see how fan Or just sometimes is. they would ask questions that we had about the costume. Right. Like, yeah. how did you make that? What yeah. is that made out of? For sure. Which, especially when you're so far away and you can't tell. Is that EVA yeah. foam? Is it Warbler? What, what is it? How long did that take you? Yeah. Did, 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 yeah. Um, so. Did you make it? Because, and like, sometimes. Sometimes they'd say, no, it was commissioned. Right. Yeah. Or, it's, no, I'm wearing it for XYZ right. company, yeah. which I always thought was weird. Yeah. But one thing I did do. So when we left, we, we want to know what the categories were and things like that. So when we left, we're leaving, I saw that there were some papers on the judging table. So I thought, who's going to stop me? <laughs> I'm turning into my dad. What are they going to do? So I thought, I'm just going to go have a look-see at all this stuff. <laughs> so I read one of the papers on the table, and it ended up being just a schedule for the judges of when they were supposed to be. One thing I did think was interesting, I mean, this is not me trying to stir drama. Maybe someone can answer this for me if they know. But the uh, scheduling portion for deliberation was in quotations like deliberations. So I don't know if they had already prejudged everything and had already decided and they were just put pretending to deliberate for right. drama and everything was already decided. That's very possible. Yeah. Or if they just, you know, somebody who was being weird and was like, but I just thought it was suspicious that deliberation was in quotations. Was, I'm, I, my guess, this is what I think, listener. Is only my personal opinion. I think they probably prejudged and they had everything decided. Uh, and they just had... Because it seemed like a very short deliberation period. Short. And then the MC came out and was like... 30 more 30 seconds. seconds more. They're between two. It's really close between these two. It was just like... Yeah. Uh, but and because he, he was like only 30 more seconds and he like acting like it had been a long time. Right. But to us having been to several, I was like, that is a very yeah, short deliberation. It was very short. Even ones we've been to that we know there's prejudging. Mm-hmm. That was a very yeah, short deliberation. For sure. So personally, I think probably they knew who was going to win right. before we ever walked yeah. in that room, before any of the yeah. contestants ever walked in that room. I think they probably already knew. That's a good point. Uh, just my personal opinion, it seemed like a very quick deliberation, and uh, I was suspicious of the information I was not she's just to. She's just suspicious in general. I'm going to start doing that more, like, trying, like, I'm just going to, next time we wa- see a costume normally contest, the Normally the papers are not down. I'll climb up on the stage. All right, great. Who's going to stop me? Certainly not the government. Certainly not the government. Uh, Here's the thing, there's never security, like... Or I'll just go ask one of the judges. Yeah. Hey, let me see them papers. Okay, Fred. Give me a look at way out there. Let me see tractor parts. Um, so, this is my investigation for you on maybe this will tell conventions. Don't put your judges table where Jesse can <laughs> where Jesse can reach right. it. Uh, so you guys know that one of our favorite things to do at convention is the artist alley and buying art prints and stickers. Um, so we love, uh, there's just so much talent 
in those yeah. artist alleys. I think that's why I do tend to buy. I always say like I don't really have room. I'm not going to buy. I bought three prints, two prints. I only bought two, and one's little. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, we got some really cool stuff. I have uh, business cards and um, you know all that info that I'll share with the episodes, yeah, so you, you guys can give check a them shout out. out. To your chocolate people too. We don't didn't get their business. Oh, uh, the moonshine. Yeah. yeah. They're uh, they're. Uh, We've seen them at Cons and at Ren Fair. Yeah, and they're great. It's called Moonshine Chocolate Company, yeah. and they're just really delicious. Uh, what's our favorite flavor? Uh, French kiss. French kiss, man. It's passion fruit. Give it a give it a try, won't it's you? It's real good. That's um, our both favorite. And for both of us to agree on a food to be our favorite mm-hmm. is pretty rare. Right. I'd say. Uh, um so final overview. Um we have we have some thoughts. Yeah. Just again, we always want to give our overview, like an honest but and fair opinion right. of the convention as a whole. Again, some things that sucked about it was nothing that the convention could do. Right. Like the fact that from our hotel and from a lot of the host hotels was, was a long, yeah. boring walk. Especially Friday. Friday was dead. Yeah. And again, that's probably, it's post-COVID. It's Easter weekend, which for people, a lot of people don't want to try. It's, Indianapolis is pretty close for us. So, right. um, if it weren't so close for us, it'd be really hard to do Easter weekend mm-hmm. with you having children it felt very poorly organized it was again i would say even worse than c2e2 and i think c2e2 tends to be poorly organized it it was um so one of the things that we were really excited about with this convention that we wanted to do and get to talk about on the podcast was um part of our ticket was what jesse explained to me um, like a fast pass at disney right like a yeah like a fast pass now it's called and we were going to have one fast pass for a a panel and it was going to be our wristband and we were going to scan it it's called zip queue and the way that it's described on the website still to this minute when the con is still technically going on it goes tomorrow too um is that you would find a kiosk and you would tap your wristband and then you would get to pick a panel to have like basically a virtual queue yeah and it would save your spot in line and then when you go there you don't have to go wait in line mm-hmm. and when you go there there would be special seating yeah. for you so jesse you know presented this and was like this would be so cool to talk about like this and well, i was never like been to a convention yeah. that had that before that sounds like disney um, and con combined yeah. what a cool idea like well and it's just nice for people like you know and you get you were limited like we with our we bought the multi-pass which is just their term for like a three-day ticket mm-hmm. um <clears throat> and then there's a gold tier and then like a platinum tier or whatever. And with our regular tier, multi-pass tier, we got one zip queue for right. the whole convention to use. So we were kind of trying to plan out when we were going to use it. Uh, I was like, why don't we try to use it for the costume contest since that's the one thing we both really, really want to do. Um, <clears throat> so... The other com- the other panels we all saw there were these white seats with like white plastic seat covers that was for the zip queue and we got to the convention in the morning we, we saw a sign there we hadn't seen anything with the zip queue yeah well Friday. and when we got our ba- mm-hmm. our bracelets they are literally just it's a ribbon it's a ribbon and it says imaginarium twenty twenty like a plastic thing <laughs> like so it's yeah it's not like any kind of electronic wristband or official indie. Right. I can imagine Imaginarium, maybe that. I never saw that branding anywhere, though. No. Uh, 
when we picked up our wristbands, I was kind of like, well, wait a minute. <laughs> right, like this doesn't look. They said the zip queue was you were going to scan your wristband at a kiosk, and we never saw any kiosks. So you kind of looked and couldn't ever find anything, right? I looked and could never find anything. I looked on the website, and it still said the thing of, like, scan your wristband at a right. kiosk. There will be kiosks to scan your wristband at. And I was like, oh, definitely didn't see any. So finally today... We just wanted to try it more than anything to talk about it on the podcast to right. see how it went. And also because we wanted to sit in front for the costume contest. Right. Mm, and we finally started seeing signs today for it. This morning, yeah. we saw a sign for the zip queue. And I was like, well, that's weird. I kind of thought they weren't doing it because it was, you know, more dead. There right. wasn't as many people. Um, but no kiosk. No, like, we could not no, find anything else. So, so f- finally, Paige went and asked... Uh, we went to the information booth and Paige asked, <clears throat> like, hey, what's the deal? And the lady told us, uh, the volunteer told us to show up to the panel like 15 or 20 minutes early. Yep. Tell the volunteer there, tell them that you uh, ha- want to do the zip queue for that panel and show They'll them scan your QR- it. They'll scan, scan your a barcode. Code. Yep. And I was like, oh, so we just talked to the volunteer at the... Um, yep. At the room, and she said pretty. She said pretty much. Pretty much. Which that should have been my first indication that she didn't say yes. She said basically, pretty, yeah, pretty uh, much. It was yep. something. It wasn't a f- outright yes. Yeah. So um, that probably should have been my first indication. But um, so we got. Um, we went and got in probably about fifteen minutes early before the. 15 to 20 and, minutes early and we appro- the, right we went a little early and we approached the first the first um, volunteer and volunteer. she was on the phone and we said we want to do the zip queue and, and she, she said go what? through this line no she was so confused she was like I was the like, what the, they told us to go I explained what the uh-huh. volunteer and she said oh we'll just go in there and show them so we found the second volunteer <laughs> and we said zip queue to her and she acted like she had not heard of zip queue yes and she was like and we're like, oh, to sit in like in the white. She said, oh, front. you better run, just and run. She was like, just run, just run, run and get your seats. Up. People have been lining up for, and we were like, like oh shit, half an hour. And we're like, shit. Well, we they, we thought we could do so this. So then we intercepted so the third a third volunteer. <laughs> And we said, okay, this zip queue thing, like, well, he was acting like he was like, you guys cheated because we were like running. Right. To, and we're like, well, that's what she told us. You know, the other volunteer that's literally 30 feet, not even 30 feet, 10 yeah. feet away told well, us to do. Um, but we're like, we wanted to do the zip queue and sit in the white seats in the front, you know, the covered seats in the front. And he was like, oh, go over to her and she'll mark your band. And she was like, you guys. So we went to a fourth volunteer. And she was like. You guys want to sit in front? And we were like, yeah. And she's put a Sharpie mark, she, yep, just mark. on our ribbon wristband. Yep. So I was like, no one. And again, that's nothing the volunteers. I, it's a very thankless job. It's hard work to be a yeah. volunteer at a con, I'm sure. It I've just never, was very, like, they were not given with the, they were not given no, proper information. Like, again, I'm sure that's coming down from higher up. How would they know if they aren't, again, the signage was terrible for it. Mm-hmm. They And they made it. And like, here's the thing. If they decided not to do the zip queue or whatever, mm-hmm. put that on the website. Put signage out that says, right. hey, you know, we can't do the electron- electronic thing, but, like, you still get preferred seating. Here's how we're going to do it instead. Yep. That's what needed to be done. Yep. Um, the, the other thing, in my opinion, is um, on Friday night when we went to leave the um, 
con, we were still cosplaying as Zebra Fowl and Crowley, and um, a nice uh, human approached us and was like, oh, I just want to give you this sticker really quickly, and it oh. was a, a Good Omen sticker. They said, uh, I just wanted to give you these, and we were like, oh my god, thank you so much, yeah. and uh, yeah, so th they just ran off. Yeah, so we tracked them down. So that if they had made this, we wanted to give them a shout out yeah. on the uh, podcast. So they didn't have a business card on them. We got their Instagram info and we followed like, them. Uh, so later that night, I was like, oh, do they have a booth? We should stop by their booth tomorrow. And Paige yep. was like, yeah, they do. It looks like they do. Yep. It's at C1. Yep. C1. They posted C1. They posted the map. So we look at the map when we're in the vendor hall and on Saturday and uh, there's Top no C and there's no one anywhere no on C, this. There's no one. There's weird symbols with no key <laughs> that like there was a weird ginormous star that we never could figure out. Right. Like, is this supposed to be a you are here? Because right. they don't know where we are. Yeah. It was the the yeah, that was bad. Hot stinky garbage. And we were yeah. in the vendor hall looking around for signage and we finally in there. A C, but it took a long time. The, the letters were in weird squares inside of like 1700 yeah, it wasn't a row it wasn't a row no it was, it was like a weird blocks. square in the middle of the regular vendors yeah. and that's where the artists so were. that probably doesn't make a lot of sense to you guys but it doesn't make a lot of sense to us either it, no. it, the the vending halls their layout made no sense the, again the it wasn't laid out poorly just to like walk around if you weren't right, looking for anything right. specific but if you were looking for like we were this booth that's at c1 it was almost impossible to find we wandered around a long ass time so there was definitely issues we had with the con um we had a good time the cosplays were great yeah. um we went to some really cool panels um but overall just kind of like the yeah. general running of it was kind it's, of a mess it seemed very disorganized mm -hmm. i will say again if you're someone who like us and you don't necessarily want to just go to panels this may not be the convention for you because there was not a whole lot of other programming yeah. uh really at all um it was really just panels there wasn't a whole lot of or not even programming just like other things to do like if if you don't want to just shop and go to panels it's not it wasn't like dragon con where there were parties or DIY workshops or like you know which a, a smaller con can't be like it but uh, they're just um, there wasn't as much to do and the way that it was laid out in such a huge 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 conference center there wasn't even a lot of people watching or cosplay watching mm -hmm. to do it, it's always fun it, it's still I would say especially if you live local um, it's worth going to maybe we're hoping that maybe we can get to go to indie pop con in June, which is at the exact same convention center, and neither of us have been to that one. So I think it'd be really interesting to compare the two Indiana. We've never gone to two conventions in the same city before. Right. Um, so it, two different conventions. So it'd be really interesting to compare the two. To compare two conventions not only in the same city but in the exact same convention center. Right. So hopefully we get to do that. Um, if not, you know, stuff happens. It's uh, yeah, I'd be really interested to see. Maybe we can give you our review of what we think here is more bang for your buck. Because without the 15% off, they're about the same price. Yeah. So we hope you guys enjoyed this episode, our roundup of our 
first trip together to Indiana Comic Con 2022. Yeah, and our first our first con of 2022. 2022. Um, yeah, so we've got uh, several more coming up, so stay tuned to that. At least four more, right? Yeah. Um, so if you want to check out our upcoming cons that we've got going on, or just keep up t- uh, with us, uh, you can follow us on social media. We're on Facebook. Uh, and Instagram at Cosplay and Cocktails Pod. We're on Twitter at Cosplay Pod. And we are on TikTok at Cosplay and Cocktails. Um, or, you know, Jessie has, uh, she handles the email. And also she's got like a sketchy side social it's media thing going on. Not sketchy. I just don't post on it much. Although I'm going to try to be better in 2022 about posting on our alt um, social it. media um, the, we want me to tell them the handles or just what? Tell them where, what they can send. Um, and, so you, know. you can send really anything you want, anything you think I'll think is interesting. Interesting plants and mushrooms, cool artworks, neat rocks you found, um, uh, science fun fact corner, um, cocktail recipes, mocktail recipes, questions for I ask you a question, um, answers to I ask you a question. Um, Cosplays you've done or seen and yeah, you cool. want to share. The stuff you've seen that we've done or, or that we've mentioned that we're going to do, uh, you know, costumes. Uh, not just stuff. Just stuff. Just stuff that you're doing. Tell us about some stuff. I mean, you can send whatever. Uh, as long as it's not hateful, feel free to corrections. send it. Corrections, yeah. Uh, we did have a correction that we need to mention. Uh or your husband will freak out. Yeah, I don't um, remember what it was. That it was, was I got it was the name of the cantina band wrong. Oh, yes. Uh, the band I said plays at... Uh, that I, Oh, Max Rebo. Yeah. I was like, I can't even remember his name. Apparently, Max Rebo's at Jabba's Palace. Yeah. And the Jizz Whalers. Yeah. I should have looked that up to make sure your husband was right. <laughs> um, so that may or may not correct him. If that's wrong. <laughs> um, Where can they send that to? You can send any of that information to our email, which is uh, cosplayingcocktailspod at gmail.com. That's gmail.com. Or you can send it to the, if you want to send it to my alt social media. Sketchy. That going to try to, I did post today. I did my first actual TikTok today. I can't believe I did it. Uh, Paige tricked me. Uh, like Gollum. Um, uh, so I'm going to try to post more there, but if you want to send me stuff there, I do check the messages, messages, the messages and, uh, I get an email and everything. So, um, you want to follow along there. I like posting little teasers. Like, can you guess what this is? And nobody ever does, but (laughs) maybe you will listener, uh, come follow me there. It's, uh, uh, I am on um, everything. Uh, really, most things. I'm on TikTok and Instagram mm-hmm. and Gmail. email. Yeah, Gmail at Cosplay Pod, uh, the superior uh, handle for it, all your incorrect. Uh, it is a better handle. We should have had it for all. Of it. Like we should have only had to have one handle, but now we have to have two because there's. A good one that I didn't want anyone else to have. Fair enough. Um, Listen, we're out here hustling for the cosplay podcast game. And I don't want anybody else to have at Cosplay Pod. It's ours. It's ours. It is ours. It's mine. (laughs) Can't have it. 
I got it. You don't. I got it. You don't. Um. Okay. Are we done? Uh. Yeah. Literally, we're home. Literally, we just pulled into my parents' driveway. Chewy, we're home. Uh. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>